the anti-amphetamine chew for 420-2022, man. Oh my god, is this the first weed day that we're, ta- we're recording this episode? It might be. I don't remember. I gotta check all the dates of the 255 episodes that we have had out. Anyways, I wanted to say happy weed day to you. Happy weed day to you. Happy Weed Day, dear you hater. Happy Weed Day to you. I don't smoke weed no more, but <laughs> if you want to get fucked up really good and make your own blunt, my suggestion is mix OG Kush with Marlboro Red. Get a hundred. Don't get no wussy ass regular one. It's the same price, goddammit. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could talk about the days when I got fucked up, but... I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm a sober dover, you know. I haven't smoked a cigarette in a year, over a year now. Yes, you probably heard me about like, oh, you stopped drinking, man. Yeah, I stopped drinking for more than two years now. I, I it's, it's so long ago now. It's such a norm that I don't even have to have a celebratory episode about it. But smoking, yeah, there it is. And including weed. But, uh, you know, 420, I respect the people who get high. And then to be honest, I think the weeds are better than and more economical and medically healthier than fucking other uppers, the amphetamines, or you know, other downers like the opioids and fentanyls. You got the crisis going, right? You know. So, anyways, I don't want to dedicate an episode to the weed today, man. Because, uh, you know, especially I'm so out of touch now with the weed thing. You know, I just noticed I'm um, looking at the old budget. This is how I'm fucking... OCD I am you know I have the excel sheet of annual budgets of things or like track my spending and all that shit sales tax all that crap one of the category from five and uh, six years ago that I had that I no longer use is weed (laughs) I had a weed budget and then what did I replace that weed budget with BK what did you replace with that shit I don't know fucking entertainment which which uh since I don't go to the bar anymore what the fuck is the entertainment at this point? And go, I don't know, fucking degenerate gambling, you know, sports betting, because it's legal. See, I I smoke weed because it got legal, you know. Every state that I've gone to, Colorado, Washington, and Michigan here now, it's like legal, legal, legal. Great. The legality follows me. And then after that thing's over, and then I said, I got it's like buying the MP3 the first time. It's just like, I got to buy the music from the iTunes. I got to support this economy. Bit of an upfront cost, but hell, I can afford it, so I better do this. So I bought really overpriced non-dispensary weed, but I thought it was for the good of the community and the overall vibe. And also, I thought the weed could replace the cigarettes, but that didn't happen. <laughs> it fucks me up too much And then I like mixing shit up um, But yeah And then after that I guess I, I, I go for another fix Which is a fucking sports gambling But you know I don't I don't go degenerate You know I don't OD I don't fucking go degenerate The next level It's a joke Like I, I only played $200 this year You know what I'm saying And then uh, I sunk all the money That the fan you gave me for free <laughs> This past weekend And I said Whatever I lost $90, but I turned it into $90 because I originally got $29, you know, FanDuel casino money, and I was playing online blackjack and turned that into $41, and then I put a fucking uh, parlay pick one night for baseball, and then I got that right, and then turned it into a 90 and I said, I'm going to double this fucking money, and then the Blue Jays fucking flopped, oh, fuck, but you know. 
I didn't put money in, and then I didn't get any money. So what's the loss here? And then you stay there. I, I stay in the pocket, you know? So what I want to say is, whether it's a weed or alcohol or cigarettes or sports gambling or any kind of fucking gambling, you know, play responsibly. Know your limits. It's easier said than done. I understand. But, you know, stay within your limit. If you want to stay on one weed, one doogie a day, you know, just stay there. Don't go overboard. If you want to take two hits and call it a day and save the rest later, although I don't know why you want to do that, do it that way, you know? If you want to just take two shots a night of vodka, gin, rum, whatever. Why am I just saying clear alcohol? Because I'm a clear alcohol person. Just do it at that. And then don't go any further, you know? It's harder to control, I know. But that's how you build resilience. That's how you build fucking persistency. That's how you become a man, you know? But main thing I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, God, that was a five minutes of rant. Um, is, uh, you know... More and more is as we talk about, you know, inflation, winflation, and all that shit. And then, uh, by the way, the mass mandate is over in America, apparently. Well, for now, but I, I don't think there's an undoing there. Um, one thing I realized, there's a lot of interchanging topics here, which is like, hey, uh, we're reaching endemic. You know, like I said last week, it's over. You know, I doubt that shit. I just go, well, if the things are opening up, we're done with this shit. Why are people not going back to office? And why, why, why are people not working and all that shit? And then old people are blaming millennials and Gen Zs and be like, because they're lazy. They're entitled. Everything is handed to them. Instant gratification. And I understand the perspective, you know, being a uh, technically a millennial in the mid-30s almost. Jesus Christ, I can't believe that. And the counter-argument to that, which I said many, 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 many times, is like, dude, how the fuck can you afford to do things that you think you could do? You know, especially with inflation. It's Joe Biden's fault, bro. It's not even Joe Biden's fault, but I really think, my theory is that a lot of this asset bubbling and inflation of values has have been enabled by government fruitlessly printing money, bailing them out, and keeping the interest rate super low way too fucking long. So the especially the America, the Federal Reserve, acted too late to counter that, uh, especially in 2021, when it was pretty evident that the money that they pumped into the system in the beginning of the pandemic uh, just exacerbated the rich people getting richer, uh, which makes affordability even weaker. On top of that, the supply chain issues and labor not coming back and shit. And another question that we must be asking is like, why isn't the labor coming back? Some labor aren't coming back, such as the truck drivers, such as the warehouse workers, such as the baristas and restaurant people. Why? And then I think Wall Street Journal had the thing about uh, the the gray collar, you know, because we always distinguish the jobs with like blue collar and white collar. So people are like changing collars and that stuff. But I just go like, look, and then, hey, who's going to work in a fucking restaurant? Who's going to fucking paint the wall? You know, all that shit. And the kids better need to do it, and kids can find a job. But you know what? If you're going to be continuously encouraged, whether it's pop culture with all these fucking TV shows, you know, lionizing the failed entrepreneurs, 
Or if you look at fucking Elon Musk going off the rails, like trying to buy Twitter, whether it's serious or not, the fact that he is flexing his muscle that way, wasting time on a dumbass social media preaching free speech, I just go like, what a waste of fucking time. Uh, and also, the mass mandate lady made me think of the thing. The judge. The judge. 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 What's her name again? Judge in the mass mandate. Hang on a second. I had a link up and then I fucking lost it. Kathleen, Kathleen Kimball Mizzle. She threw out on a Monday that, hey, like, the masks don't clean shit. I think that was what she said. I'm paraphrasing here. And then she's out of Florida. And I didn't know that she was 34, 35 or so around my age. And then I was like, how the fuck is she a federal circuit judge? You know, usually I don't care. But the fact that, like, I was curious who she was and then just looking her up and then she got assigned during she was born in late uh, reading the CNN article fake news uh, born in Lakeland, Florida in 1987. That's a Detroit Tigers spring training city. Okay. Mizell graduated in 2012 with a law degree from University of Florida Levin College of Law. Go Gator. Uh, after earning her undergraduate degree at Covenant College. What the fuck is Covenant College? A Christian liberal arts college in Georgia. Uh, before becoming a judge, the one thing that I took away was like, was she ever a fucking judge anywhere? Uh, she was an associate with a law firm, Jones Day in Washington, D.C. An adjunct law professor. Adjunct law professor, that means you're, she's just a fucking instructor at her alma mater. And then she had four federal clerkships throughout her career, including one with the Supreme Court Judge Clarence Thomas, if he weren't dozing off from 2018 to 2019. 2017 to 2018, she was a counsel to one of the third-ranking officials in Justice Department, you know, blah, 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 yeah, under the Trump administration, basically. Blah, blah, blah. And then she spent about three years as a trial attorney in Justice Division Department's tax division where she prosecuted white-collar crimes. Before that, she was a special assistant U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia for a year. So, <laughs> given her age and that experience, where, what the fuck does that qualify her as a federal judge? Did Trump just look at her picture and go, she look pretty, she isn't. You know, like, fucking... Whatever his like fucking weave head, dick is tired talking. She's not a fucking judge. According to the American Bar Association, to two cases she had tried to verdict were when she said she was a certified legal intern. What the fuck is this shit? She was nominated when she was 33. I'm 33. In early September 2020. Oh, for fuck's sake. In a confirmation without any support by any Senate Democrats or minority at the time. So she got the vote 49 to 41, you know, before the fucking changeover in the Senate happened. Uh, she was given not qualified rating by American Bar Association when she was nominated based on lack of experience. I completely agree. Like, that's bipartisan. How the fuck does a 35-year-old get to decide this shit? Forget science and all that. And then I go like... Anyways. See, you know what this reminds me of? 2005, 2006, I think the uh, Alberto Gonzalez, the attorney general under the Bush administration, the W, freedom, um, 
fired a bunch of like district attorneys around the country, the prosecutors, because they didn't meet whatever requirement. And they started hiring a bunch of bums from like Regent University. The fucking Pat Patterson, not Pat Patterson, the, the, the fucking, you know, Club 700, Club 100 fucking school. Not even, I talked about this in an episode somewhere. Not even first tier, like Yale Law School or some shit. Not even second tier. Not even third tier. Fourth tier. Division four. Fucking law school people started getting jobs as like the assistant district attorney at this shit. And then this is what the Republicans do. Bunch of family toting, anti-abortion toting bullshit, which is not even a fucking priority. Population is already going down with or without fucking abortion. And these knucklehead, like, fucking people are judges and attorney generals around the fucking country. This is what they do. People only focus on, like, RBG and the federal court, you know, at the highest level, at the Supreme Court. But, like, dude, there are other federal circuit-level judges. And this dumbass lady who shouldn't be qualified to do this is getting ego-boosted because Trump said, America, freedom, eh. she look pretty, eh. and then, like, put her in a fucking court. And bunch of knucklehead repubes over there just approve her. Like 49 to 41. And like fucking the so-called moderates voted for her too. If you look at it, if it's 49 that way. You know what I mean? Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, fucking Mitt Romney. All these motherfuckers approves her too. How could that happen? And then this dumbass lady. I don't want to wear a mask either so long. But like what the fuck? As if it gives some credence to this shit. And that brings me back to the rest of the thing where how can this millennial can get this legacy fucking job, a lifetime appointment, where the rest of them can't? Can I tell you why people aren't going back to work? Shit like this. Why would you go back to work? Like, you make money doing OnlyFans and all that. $15 an hour. Why the fuck would you do that shit? This lady, barely looking pretty, gets some training done at a half-ass fucking college at Covenant School. Somehow got into fucking University of Florida school. And then got boosted into this. Because she was at the right place at the right time looking pretty. She has no absolute qualification whatsoever. Her colleagues at the American Bar Association said so. If she can be a federal circuit judge, so should I be. I should just be at the right place at the right time and be whack. And probably have like a fucking 36-inch legs. I don't fucking know. 40-inch legs, you know? I can't wear pantyhose. Jesus Christ. And then believe in Jesus Christ. Maybe that's a fucking qualifier, man. So why would people want to work for, like, work hard from the ground level up, you know? Just go on TikTok or buy a crypto. Buy NFTs. Sell NFTs. You know? And then just listen to Elon and then fucking listen to Gary V. You're a fucking cook. You know? You gotta go for the moon, man. Believe in yourself. Fucking self-assuring shit. And scare a bunch of pussies. You know? So why and then why would they work? And then the income inequality and then like not encouraging work is it it's a bystander byproduct of what the fuck especially has been happening since the bailout and whatnot in twenty twelve. And Republicans should shut the fuck up, enabling no deserving like motherfuckers like this. 
and a bunch of other people. Betsy DeVos is a Department of Education. Yeah, 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 shut the fuck up. Rex Tillerson, oh, I don't know. He was an oil company CEO who knows Russia. So maybe he should be a Secretary of State. Why? What the fuck foreign experience does he fucking have other than, oh, he made deals. I like deals. Fucking all these knuckleheads getting jobs because they knew somebody. So that makes brings me back to a question. Does job qualification really matter anymore? Do you really have to learn how to drive a fucking truck to be a truck driver when even the truck drivers don't want to truck drive anymore? Do you really want to work at McDonald's when you shouldn't be, you know, McDonald'sing? Do you really want to start an entry job somewhere at a traditional corporation when you know that there's no way to make a livable wage until you're wherever, you know, sucking the corporate dick or some shit. Why would you want to grind that gear, you know? And then people ask, why do people not watch baseball? Why do kids not want to play baseball? Because baseball, you don't make the fucking major league roster for so long. Why would you grind that out? Go play football. Go play hoops. Hell, go become a SoundCloud rapper. That's faster than becoming even a baseball fucking player. See, anything that takes time that has a very low probability of going up, you know, and not teaching livable wage, what that truly is. It's either head high or go home. Baseball has become that too. Baseball has, is truly America's pastime because it is a reflection of what America has become. Home run or nothing. Strikeout or nothing. Fuck singles. Fuck doubles. Fuck stealing base. Fuck, you know, fuck throwing nine innings. (laughs) If baseball turned into that, so has the economy of this fucking country. Look at this fucking judge. Look at what the hell has happened. Look what has happened since 2016. And you never honed in anyone who was already making money. The millennials who are well off, you know, or boomers or the Gen X's. Whoever are well off, you know, it's like you're already far ahead. It's hard to catch up. So why bother trying? The only way to even get to where these people earners are going is to hit hard. Which is why people are making reckless decisions, making short-term plays, options trading. I talk about that in the Robin Hood episode. NFTs, crypto, fucking selling ass and feet on OnlyFans or Instagram. I completely understand. There is no point working. You, we lionize wealth into stupidity. We lionize jobs for people who haven't earned jack. Even if they fucking flop, whether it's Elizabeth Holmes, fucking Adam Newman, or that guy, Billy McFarlane, Fire Festival. You know, all these people, we lionize people who become infamous. You cannot be, Dave Chappelle's right. You can be infamous, but you cannot be unfamous. Any kind of fame around that means money. You get by, and then you die. So why does it fucking matter? And some of this is a creation of the older generation, and then they're blaming young fucking people for it. And young people kind of look at to, you know, need to also look at what it takes to do hard work. But you know what? Because some of those people don't fucking work, I do. I gotta find the opportunity. I get to figure it out. But I guess that distinguishes the great ones who find the chance and take the right shot and either learn to be steady or hit the fucking home run and be like, all right, I'm done. But you know, you get bored very quickly. So you know what?
But anyways, I'm gonna leave it there. That's my life commentary. I, you know, I'm and I'm. I haven't taken a single amphetamine in my life, and yet I'm like high on life, man. Yeah, man. You need weed to chill out, BK. Been there, done that. I'm not so insecure about it anymore. Anyways, thanks for listening. Banging my table so fucking awesome, man. I'm gonna sound like Stephen A. Stay off the weed. All right, there's a Stephen A. impression. I didn't do that for a while. Thanks for listening. <coughs> my voice is gone. We'll see you next week. And then, uh, again, play responsibly, get high responsibly, and then uh, we'll see you next.